The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Mr. Nelson Show, episode 91. Yeah, 91. Getting closer to episode 100. Yeah, well, whatever. That, that don't matter. We got to get on with this, God damn it! What? First blood has been drawn oh, against our own, uh, and it's time for hell to be paid. Oh, now, just what is that supposed to be? You know exactly what it means, Lefty. You oh, know what it means. Oh, boy, that, that's just a threat at that's going to fuck. What? Really, Red? Come on, man. A, uh, a man is is in the hospital because one of your own no, lefties no. shot him. No, that's... Yeah, th- th- yeah. It's just another example of how there's too many guns in America. Oh, God damn it. Especially since obvious oh. lunatics like this man... The leftist uh, like you. ...get his hands on a firearm... Good and, Lord. Uh, rain holy hell down on people. I'm Republican people, Lefty. Oh, Republicans. That's who he oh, wanted God. to kill. Oh, jeez. Oh, and, and like you're also innocent. Just think of all the violent tones that right. your side is engaged in. Hmm? Oh, get out of here. Come yeah, on. I, I, all right, damn it. I'm taking control of this. Uh, I, obviously, uh, this week, there was the shooting uh, where the uh, some Republicans were getting ready to practice for a charity baseball game that they were going to put on uh, where they played a team of uh, Democrats and, uh, you know, for charity. And uh, at this uh, practice, uh, the majority whip representative, Steve Scalise, who is from my state of Louisiana, uh, was gunned down by an assassin who had intended to kill some Republicans because he was a left-wing loon. Yeah, that's just... Uh, no. Yes, Lefty, what? his posts uh, read like... Well, like you, Lefty? What? Well, yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah, sounds just like you. Oh, no. <sighs> really? Yes, yeah, so, really? Uh, yeah, well, uh, so here we have some guy uh, who who's had some problems. Yes. I mean, uh, he's had some run-ins with the law, well. which just goes to show that laws about removing guns from uh, uh, unstable people no. don't really hold much water, do they? Because what? this uh, guy uh, had quite the record, but in most uh, cases, the charges were dropped. Well, and, uh, uh, well, look where we are. So, no. uh, not, not much faith in that, so uh, nope. the gun nope. argument's nope. going to run pretty shallow here. No. Uh, uh, as for his philosophy, well, uh, y- yeah, but you can't really... <laughs> yeah, you can. We got to put a stop to it, Nelson. Come on. I want CNN, uh, Huffington Post. Oh, uh, well, uh, what's that other thing? Uh, what's next, the New York Times? Yeah, yeah, New York Times. I want them all oh, banned because oh, they breed Lord. violence. Oh. That's what they're doing. They're breeding violence. Oh, my God. Boy, so that's just un-American. What? Un-American. How the hell do you get to that? You it's called queen? the First Amendment. First Amendment. It's the but, first one, uh, Red. The well, first one. That's the first one you read. Yeah, read. I know first that. Amendment. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. If you're going to be such a pro-American, then you want to be pro-Constitution, well, and that's what the First I Amendment am. is. Yeah. Eh. Oh, God damn. Yeah, Red, uh, lefty's right here. What? Uh, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, he is. Uh... 
You just can't hold people accountable for violent acts because they yeah. had similar views of the other guy unless yeah. they were encouraging the threat or calling. Well, they were. Or, uh, you know, murders and that sort of thing. They were. Uh, that well, would not be protected under the First Amendment. But basically uh, doing uh, uh, things like uh, like this guy, we're going about Trump's a traitor. Uh, he's a crook, all that kind of stuff. That's dangerous. Uh, so it ain't true. That you're allowed to do even though it it's not be. true doesn't matter you have what? the right to engage in uh, oh, speech man. so uh, yeah you can't ban uh cnn and new york times exactly. and all that stuff uh even though they uh puke out a lot of crap no. uh, you just can't do that they have the right to do that oh man what is this because if you do that then you're giving someone else one day to have the power to shut you up red well and oh yeah. and you know they would what no I'm not calling for that. You do all the time. What? You cheering on when they got rid of O'Reilly. He was a Oh, and you're always wanting Limbaugh off the air and He's all dangerous. that. Oh, he calls the Oklahoma City oh, bomb. Lord, oh, you see? Well, you see? Yeah, but yeah, Brad, the only legitimate argument here, as far as uh, speech goes, is to point out the uh, the double standard in the discourse. I mean, because uh, all you got to do is do the old uh, shoes on the other foot bit, bit here. And if we had a, a right-wing guy shooting up Democrats, uh, there would be a massive call for shutting down uh, Fox News oh, and yeah. Limbaugh and the like, yeah. all these outlets that are critical of Democrats. Uh, you would have to, because they're all accessories to murder. And that's how they would be portrayed. Well, Oh, boy, Nelson, you think you're so clever. Well, you know, I think we could just have to come to a, a bit of agreement here in that, you know, the tone is really bad on, on both sides, Lord. on both sides. We really need to dial it back. No, you do. And all realize we're all just as guilty no. as innocent. No, I'm so innocent. That's you're that guilty. <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, well, Lefty, the, the both sides argument doesn't always hold water what? here. Uh, when it comes to political violence... It's predominantly on the left. No. Uh, we've had the Tea Party, and yes, we're still no. waiting uh, for some deranged Tea Party guy to well, do something, because that was always insinuated and outright uh, predicted by the left. Well, they're all oh, their violence, they're terrible crazy. people. Before them, you had the Minutemen, and they were going to kill all these Mexicans. Ooh. They never did. They actually took quite a few of them to the hospital because they were dehydrated. What? But let's just forget about that. And yeah, uh, the Tea well. Party, of course, was uh, violent and oh, so anti-Obama and obviously racist. Yeah. And terrible things were going to happen. Well, they never did. Meanwhile, on the left, we had Occupy good. Wall Street, which uh, did... Uh, lots of vandalism, like what? Uh, beatings, oh. uh, some rapes, what? Uh, and even a couple of murders, and uh, a plot to blow up a, a, a bridge in uh, Cleveland. No, so, wow, there you go for uh, the great Occupy movement. No. Then you had yeah. Black Lives Matter, which, of course, again, riots, uh -huh. uh, burning down uh -huh. businesses, most of which were owned by black people, ironically, well. and uh, murdering some police officers. So there you got well. that. And now oh, today right. we've got Antifa, which hasn't killed anybody yet, but not yeah. for want of trying. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. They've beaten some people into unconsciousness with crowbars. Uh -huh. And, of course, vandalism, burning down uh, places, uh, speeches, and what have you. So, well, uh, there you go. Uh, the left really holds all the points for violence when it comes to political activity uh -huh. in our current era. Oh, my God. Look, you people what? need to what own up to your own trespasses. I mean, come on. Look back to poor Gabby Giffords, who still uh, suffers from the wounds that, she, that was inflicted upon her by a shooter. 
Yeah, and, but that's not well, the same Sarah thing. Sarah Palin put uh, up a map of Democratic-held congressional oh, districts, and she Hold put a gun sight target on each one. No and you're going to sit here and tell me that that had played no role in the shooting of Gabby Giffords. Come on, please. Oh, oh, it's no, it true. Happen. I know it's true. No, it I read didn't. it in the New York Times. Oh, man, there you go. Yes, there I do. you go. Fake news. Oh, boy, and you can't just scream fake news every time you hear some news you don't want to hear. You mean back when you always said faux news? What? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. what? <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, what Lefty's referring to here is uh, an editorial from the New York Times on this uh, shooting. Yes, and they realized, uh oh, it was a left wing guy. What? Oh man, we gotta we gotta kind of uh, angle this narrative in such a way that it doesn't impact the left. Yep. So, uh-huh. so they went back to this old no. lie what? about the uh, shooting in Gabby Giffords. Uh, Jared Lee Loftner. The guy who uh, shot Gabby Giffords uh, and killed six people, one of whom uh, was a nine-year-old girl, and another one was a Republican. Yeah. What? Uh, so they forget all about that. Uh, so they said uh, back then there was immediately, oh, it's a tea, because every other kind of shooting or anything that was going on, immediately, is this a tea party or guy? Because they remember back to the Batman movie shooting, no. and Brian Ross went out there, well, we've got a name of the suspect, and I just looked it up. Oh, turns out it's the same name of a local Tea Party president, uh, the local uh, chapter of the Tea Party uh, in, in Colorado. Just, and all that. And so, so, you realize he had to put the guy's name and Tea Party in the search to get that result, yeah. and he ran with it. He it doesn't did. confirm it or anything. He does that immediately because well, he wanted to believe that that was the case so oh, they could make damn. a political case out yeah. of this murder uh-huh. and uh yeah Slam of course on that one, was the guy I uh, so uh, with with that going on here let's just revise history and pretend oh, we never that, learned the truth uh, about that this oh, guy please. who shot gabby giffords was a complete and utter nut well, i mean yeah. he was going on about secret messages in the alphabet and what? uh uh, theories about how the sky was really orange and not blue, or who knows what all. And his friends uh, talked about him and said he never really talked about politics much. What? And anytime he did, he was more pro Democrat. Oh, uh, now come on! Republican. So the idea that this was some Tea Party freak wasn't true, but people ran with it. So the uh, idea to make it fit was that somehow Sarah Palin's poster uh, about get out the vote for uh, Republicans to take uh, congressional seats held by Democrats where it had targets on it. Of course, everyone forgets that Democrats had done the same thing with a poster years before. Let's just forget about that one. This one was actually a call for assassinations against Democrats by Sarah Palin. And so they run this idiot uh, editorial. uh, Now, you know, well, well, the blood still wet on the grounds oh, of the baseball yeah, field where this uh, shooting took place. They got to get that out there real quick and uh, put that out there in their editorial. And, of course, it was complete garbage. And uh, they were roundly attacked. And so the New York they Times had to be. retract it. And Oh, right. Uh, that was a bit. Uh, that part was wrong. Uh, well, it was pretty much the core of the uh, editorial. So the whole editorial is wrong, asshole. And the idea of trying to to attack the Republicans in the middle of this uh, is just really, uh, well, to call it shit uh, would be an insult to shit. Oh, So uh, a bad day, a really bad, shameful day 
for the New York Times. Amen. Oh, yeah. I still maintain that there's always, you know, aggressive and angry and sometimes, yes, violent tones in the political rhetoric on both sides. Oh, come on, Lefty. What? Did any comedians hold up a bloody head of Obama? Oh, Did they ever oh, put God. up a, a, a play in the park where uh, uh, Obama got stabbed to death? Well, come on. That, that, that's, that's art. Yeah. It's, it's, it's subjective. Boy, it's what a bad time to be a member of Shakespeare in the Park, uh, doing that sort of thing. And then, well, it got pretty rough elsewhere, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, the idea that that's just some sort of circumstantial uh, event there when you have a, a Donald Trump double uh, looking like, uh, I mean, uh, p- doing the part of Julius Caesar, uh, <laughs> who, of course, gets assassinated as the Senate uh, turns on him and uh, stabs him to death. Yeah. They need to shut it down, uh, yeah, shut it down now. Part, but you know Shut what? it down. Oh, God. Shut it down. Boy, now. boy. Oh, yeah, Mr. American wants his citizenship back. Yeah, that's what now that shut is. Shut your mouth, Lifty. Well, Red, you see, you don't need to shut it down. Uh, you just display it for what it is, and people will decide about and see it, you know, for the crap performance that it is like that to do something so blatantly obvious. And to let it be known that that's the kind of imagery and uh, language that the left uh, 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 plays in. And uh, people might rethink, uh, do I really want to be a part of this? (laughs) You you don't really need to shut it down. But unfortunately, a lot of people on the right are thinking like you, Red. That's right. And they pulled a stupid stunt. What What do you mean? uh, No surprise. Yeah, so here is a video of what recently happened at uh, the latest performance of Julius Caesar. Who's that little bitch? This woman interrupts the play, gets on the stage, and says it's a, a violent attack against uh, the right. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, so she interrupts the show. The security's coming to get her off. Apparently, she's someone from Rebel Media. I've heard more rumor. Then we learn. Eventually, who is filming this on his phone? Uh, yeah, people screaming, "Why? Oh God, okay, they're taking her off the stage." You are all Goebbels. Here we go. You are all Nazis like yep. Joseph Goebbels. This is right. Goebbels. You are all Goebbels. You are inciting terrorists. The blood of these police is on your hands. That's Jack Posovic, I think, or Posovic. I'm, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. He's one of these Pizzagate guys, and of course, the Seth Rich of murder conspiracy. So there you go. Rather than letting the absolute outrageous and disgusting performance that play is uh be demonstrated let, just let people see what the dis- ugly thing it is he decides to know let's make the story about right wingers <laughs> storming into a play and uh, shutting down speech which is the very thing we've been trying to champion which is speech so i'm not interested in adopting antifa's uh uh tactics here well- uh, like what uh, these guys did. So uh, really stupid, and it takes away from, uh, like I said, the ugliness of that play uh, could stand out its own. You see it, and decent people will understand that, no, this is crap, and you shouldn't do that. 
just well, because Trump's an asshole doesn't on. mean you fantasize about his grisly murder like that. Uh, that's wrong. Yeah, it is, but sometimes, Nelson, I just don't know whose side you're on, buddy. I'm on the truth side, uh, Red, the truth oh, side. All right, I think we uh, wrapped up this little bit. We'll take oh, a break boy. and come back with a new episode of the ASS, what? the American Super Society. Oh, like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. When two gentlemen are sharing, shouldn't it be a 50-50 arrangement? Two gentlemen sharing, one thing in common, me, and so much uncommon between each other. Two gentlemen sharing... Why, what's a man to do when he can't make up his mind about me or about the other? Two Gentlemen Sharing is a curious love story. It's not for everyone. Just for those who've had quite a bit of experience and those who would like to have. Two Gentlemen Sharing is a motion picture with Robin Phillips, Judy Geeson, and Hal Frederick. See Two Gentlemen Sharing. Everything. Two Gentlemen Sharing, Rated R, is the official British entry Venice Film Festival. Next time, on My Brother's Keeper. Now, oh, man, when I saw that uh, Michaela Moroni shaking that ass on that Instagram, well, all I can say is, thank God she's legal now. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, 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 I gotta go. Oh, man. Get off the phone, goddammit! What? What what I do now? Cut the attitude. I was just in the shop working on Sally's chair, trying to fix it, when I went looking Uh, for uh, some blue. uh, uh Uh-oh. Uh-huh. There weren't none, though I knew (laughs) I had bought two uh, bottles, but it was all gone. What did I find? um, A bunch of bags uh, of glue uh, in the garbage. Stop fidgeting around, damn it, and answer me this. Did you pour glue into a bag and huff it? Answer me, damn it. Did you huff my glue? No, damn it. No, I I don't do that. I didn't do none of that. I didn't touch your damn glue. No. Well, then how do you explain all that shiny glue dripping out of your nose? Oh, oh, damn. Oh, man, that is sticky. Oh, well, it's... I. <laughs> oh, God. Damn, what the hell am I going to do with you? Oh, God. When will it end? Oh. That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com.
And now it's time for the adventures of the world's greatest superheroes, the ASS American Super Society. In our last episode of the ASS, the American Super Society, our heroes had successfully fought the Star Crab, saving the citizens of Banksville from being turned into crab-faced zombies. But the Star Crab itself was able to escape and flew out over the Atlantic with Dr. Spectacular in hot pursuit. But before Dr. Spectacular can catch up to the Star Crab, there is also in the air... A United States Air Force nuclear bomber on routine maneuvers. Base, this is Niner Niner 100, homeward bound course. <laughs> hey, Captain, you know what a, a virgin sounds like in prison? What? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> sounds like this. <laughs> you know, because, you know. Makes a sound when he farts. I get it, Lieutenant. I, I get it. I get it. Wait, what the hell is that? Oh man, he looks like a, a, a giant crab in the in the sky. But is this impossible? Good Lord, it's coming right at us. We got we got to change course. Too late. Oh God, it's got us. Ah! Suddenly, the Air Force nuclear bomber finds itself in the clutches of the claws of the Star Crab. And it's at that moment that Dr. Spectacular arrives on the scene. Great gobs of goo. Star Crab is attacking that nuclear bomber. Good lord, it's ripped open its belly. It appears to have... It has! It's captured one of the nuclear bombs from the plane. And now it's tossing the plane aside, making its getaway with the nuclear bomb. I can't deal with Star Crab now. I've got to save the crew of that bomber. Using my spectral rod, I should be able to use my plasma energy in order to safely guide the bomber down to a soft landing. And so, Dr. Spectacular does just that. And once the bomber is safely down, Dr. Spectacular renews his pursuit of StarCraft. There's no telling what nefarious ends that creature wants with that atomic bomb. So, instead of challenging the creature, I've simply got to take that bomb from its grasp. And oh, once again, I'll use the plasma energy focused on my vector rod in order to grab the bomb. Oh, now, careful. Got it! Oh, shit! No! Unwillingly, Dr. Spectacular has accidentally set off the atomic bomb. But fortunately for him, he's able to protect himself within a plasma force field. But as the smoke clears over the ocean, well, fortunately, the atomic explosion took place over the middle of the Atlantic, so no serious harm done. Well, it's not the way I intended to end Star Crab, but, well, I'll take it so I... Wait, what? No! It, it can't be! But it is. Star Crab has not only survived the nuclear explosion, but appears to absorb the energy from it and is now able to shoot atomic ray beams at Dr. Spectacular. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know how many more hits I can take like that. Otherwise, 
realized my plasma shield could break down, I've got to go on the offensive. Take that, you little bastard! Oh, jeez! He just barely missed me. Still, the heat of that ray singed my butt cheeks. Oh, I can't take another chance. I've got to go in for the kill shot. I know. I'll give a full force plasma blast right down its throat. Hmm. That seems to have done the trick. The crab is now falling down to the ocean. I'd better pursue it to make sure it's finished. And as Dr. Spectacular follows Star Crab as it falls to the ocean, he begins to notice it begins to shrink in size. Finally, before it hits the water, he catches it in one of his plasma beams. Good lord. It's shrunk down to the size of a normal crab. Probably should study it for science, but... No, I think I'll just smash it into pieces. Hmm. Receiving a signal from the other members of the ASS. Dr. Spectacular here. Don, hurry back! We're under attack again from StarCrab! What? But, but that's impossible! I just destroyed StarCrab! How can this be? How oh, indeed! How can StarCrab, who has just been squashed to pieces by Dr. Spectacular, be attacking the rest of the ISS back at home? Find out in the next exciting episode of the ASS, the American Super Society. The ASS, the American Super Society, is a Nelson production. All characters are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Say, want to get your hands on some Mr. Nelson art? <laughs> yes, all you have to do is head over to Society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. That's society number six dot com slash Mr. Nelson, all one word, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it'll be just that simple. There you'll find shirts that I've designed and other articles of art, like prints, mugs, and tumblers. You know, stuff like that. All kinds of goodies. <laughs> you can even find the Mr. Nelson Show t-shirt. That's right. And my own designs for the Bob Levy Show t-shirt. Yes, quite a few. Yes, it's all there. So head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. All one word. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Prepare yourself for the most frightening experience of your life. They came from within. A motion picture that takes you beyond your wildest nightmares. They came from within. If this picture doesn't make you scream and squirm, you'd better see a psychiatrist. Quick. They came from within. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. 
All right. Uh, as you know, uh, I'm a comic book guy, and so every now and then I'm going to talk about that stuff. And uh, uh, recently, uh, and, and here's the thing I think I need to do on some of these uh, comic book sites <laughs> and, and how they handle themselves. One of the ones that I frequent and have for quite some time is called CBR.com, which is comicbookresources.com. And, uh, boy, have they uh, taken a turn for the worst in how they present themselves and some of the articles, which tends to only be lists of things, which is lazily written, and uh, always seems to have a leftist political bent. I just, good Lord, is that all you think about? But apparently, yes, the answer is yes. Well, uh, every now and then, there's just a review of uh, stories, but uh, there's still some <laughs> politics thrown into it. But anyway... Uh, lately, of course, the thing has been Marvel Comics' uh, attempt uh, at diversity for the sake of diversity. And by diversity, they just mean cosmetically. So, uh, basically, diversity means uh, bigotry against white people is good. And all white people need to be removed from the scene. Uh, maybe one or two, but for the most part, they need to go. <laughs> and that's the idea. So, uh, a lot of characters got replaced. Uh, I guess they could say it started with the Miles Morales character, uh, who is the uh, uh, basically referred to as the Black Spider-Man, uh, and that's a whole story onto its own, and that one seems to have been the most successful, but since him, there's been a bunch just sort of thrown in all at once, and it, it didn't work. Uh, it, it's so blatantly obvious, and of course, the protection of it is that if you don't accept it, you're obviously a racist. So... If, People don't like that. So, of course, Marvel's uh, sales are in the, in the toilet. Uh, but anyway, in a recent uh, issue of uh, a, a comic book series called The Champions, yes, there was an old version of that, but uh, this one's uh, completely different members. All the uh, new uh, <laughs> characters are members of this one. Uh, and it introduces a new character named Red Locust. Uh, she's a uh, a girl from Mexico, and she's part of a, and it says a legacy character, so I immediately assumed, oh, so there was some other guy who was the Red Locust before her, and maybe there had been, but the article doesn't explain that, that that's who she is, and she seems to have her own origin here, and who remembers... <laughs> And that's a little different when it's some forgotten character who may have been around for, you know, two issues of uh, the Hulk at some point or something like that uh, back in uh, 75 and no one remembers since. <laughs> yeah, that's not quite the same thing as uh, redoing Spider-Man. So uh, uh, this girl comes in as a parent of the legacy because she's descended from a family of uh, these Mexican guys who became the Red Locust in order to uh, protect uh, travelers and tribes and whatnot. And uh, it always had been men, but she's apparently the first girl because uh, uh, her uh, parents didn't produce uh, a male heir. So uh, she became the new uh, Red Locust. So I guess that's what they mean. She literally is a legacy character in the sense that she's uh, from a family. Okay, good, fine. She's in the. She's been introduced, and for all intents and purposes, is a brand new character. So, okay, in the comments section of the uh, the article, uh, this guy Gunther Bain uh, says, "I like it. It's a brand new character. It's not a legacy shoehorned into something else." All right, so that's the point he's making, which I agree with. Uh, making minority characters uh, brand new ones. 
uh, would be a, a really good thing. And it's also uh, they'll stand on their own and not be dragged down by this this nonsense, which is really about beating up people uh, for the sake of making people feel like they're fighting bigotry when actually they're engaging in it. Uh, but anyway, immediately he gets a response <laughs> uh, from uh, Christopher Burns. Says he hails from the California State University. Uh, so whatever. Uh, has your kind... <laughs> this is how it refers to Mr. Bain here. Uh, has your kind always whined about other legacy characters like Hal Jordan, Barry Allen, Wally West, Tim Drake, Damian Wayne, Johnny Storm, and Scott Lang? Or do you only come out of the woodwork now that it's introducing diversity? Comics have been introducing new heroes under old mantles since the 60s. Get over it. Yeah. Uh, his case is completely erroneous. Uh, the list of names he gives, uh, Hal Jordan, who is the Green Lantern, and Barry Allen, the Flash, uh, yeah, these were the second uh, uh, characters to take on the names of Green Lantern and The Flash. Uh, back in the late 50s, those guys are introduced. When the originals uh, had been introduced in the 40s, but their titles got canceled, and they only lasted for a handful of years. Once World War II came to an end, the superhero comic book craze really petered out, and the only titles that survived were Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Captain Marvel would have survived, but DC Comics sued him out of existence. And so, basically, that, that's what you had left. And all these other ones uh, just fizzled. And so, they, that's the uh, emphasis about why they reintroduced the characters and changed them up quite a bit. And so, especially Green Lantern is uh, significantly different than his the original character, whose name was Alan Scott, and the Flash was Jay Garrick. So, that's what that was. Uh, there was no internet, or what have you. There were letters at the time. So, maybe there was some complaints, and I'm sure there were. And eventually, there were people even writing in to DC Comics about, well... What about the the original characters? Uh, can't you uh, explain where they went or something like that? You know, already even at that early stage, there was this desire for continuity in these uh, these stories, and that's what led to the birth of a story called the Flash of Two Worlds, where the Flash meets the other Flash, the Jay Garrick version, and it turns out he lives in a parallel universe. So then we understand that these are two different universes where these things happen. And that's what that was. Uh, this guy seems to have forgotten that. And Wally West replaced Barry Allen when Barry Allen died. Uh, of course, he was white, so he's saying you don't complain about that because he's white. Uh, no, there are people complaining about it. Tim Drake, there were complaints about him. And Damian Wayne. Uh, Tim Drake was a Robin that replaced the late Jason Todd, who we later learned uh, came back from the dead. <laughs> a long story. Uh, he was a Robin for a while. Then Damian Wayne, who's actually Bruce Wayne's son, uh, is the current Robin in any uh, Batman and Robin stories. So, But there was a lot of people who, into this day, can't stand the guy. 
And so for him to say that there was no complaints about him is absurd. Uh, so there were. As for Johnny Storm, I don't know, because, again, there was no Internet <laughs> back in the 60s. But Johnny Storm of the Fantastic Four is the Human Torch, but he was not the original Human Torch. The original Human Torch was a character that Marvel had, once again, during the World War II period. He was an android that could turn into, you know, a flaming man and all that stuff. And that was just sort of scrapped for this new version. And then eventually they worked it back into the story, and they both exist. Uh, and Scott Lang, well, Scott Lang doesn't count either, because yes, he replaced the original Ant-Man, which was Henry Pym, but Henry Pym wasn't Ant-Man for very long. Before long, he was Giant Man, and then he was Yellow Jacket, <laughs> and now he's just Hank Pym. Uh, you know, I mean, so uh, Scott Lang has been Ant-Man longer than Hank Pym was. So that doesn't quite fit either. But as far as people not complaining, I can't speak to Scott Lang, but certainly Damian Wayne, for good Lord, there was complaints about that. So uh, this guy uh, coming out with your kind, uh, like I said, it's a guy who's trying to see himself as a champion against bigotry. And only reveals himself as being said bigot. So, uh, what an interesting little turn of events that was. Don't you think? I know I do. Yes. And speaking of uh, comic books, uh, the great Adam West uh, recently passed away. And of course, he uh, will always be remembered as being Batman. Despite, uh, at some point in his career, it was pretty damaging. <laughs> he had a hard time getting roles after that. But in the long run... Uh, the celebrity he enjoyed from that Batman show uh, became a career in and of itself. And uh, when a lot of actors his age probably didn't have much work, uh, he did. Uh, he was very popular with uh, people my age and what have you who grew up on those shows. I mean, by the time I saw them, they were reruns. Uh, but still, uh, it had quite the impact. Uh, as young Doug. Uh, I guess Batman, if I had to pick a favorite superhero, it would be Batman. Uh, for uh, being uh, at, at my core <laughs> of development, <laughs> uh, it was the Batman show. It uh, and and it, it it's one of these strange uh, figments of the '60s, and uh, people have tried to re uh, recapture it, and they've failed. Most notably was the abysmal Batman and Robin movie from the '90s that uh, starred George Clooney. Uh, recently, another uh, comic book resources article I saw where some guy was trying to praise it and say it, it actually is a great, great film. And there's just no way you can do that. And he does it by saying it was an homage to Adam West. And I, uh, boy, uh, what an insult to Adam West. Because <laughs> you know, Adam West's performance in that Batman show comes across uh, as a masterpiece of Shakespearean levels compared to uh, Batman and Robin from the Joel Schumacher film. Because uh, even Joel Schumacher says he's sorry for having done that film. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the 60s Batman movie is uh, a, a creature of its own kind. And it's forever immortalized. And uh, I think it only did two seasons. Uh, one of those where it became too expensive for the network to continue doing it. Rather than how many, uh, how much ratings it had, so it, uh, it so it fizzled. But it was this uh, uh, a big deal at the time. And uh, interestingly enough, originally uh, one of the uh, actors they were looking at was Lyle Wagner, who uh, went on to be Steve Trevor 
in the Linda Carter Wonder Woman series. So a uh, small world in the superhero uh, television exploits. Uh, of course, uh, he was also in the Carol Burnett show. But uh, I think they 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 found the right guy. Uh, Adam West had done some uh, commercial where he played a kind of James Bond spoof character, and they you could if you ever look that up, you'll see what they saw when they were looking for their Batman. And uh, yeah, that, that's the guy we want. And uh, of course, uh, that idea of someone actually uh, wearing the outfit as uh, depicted in the comic books. Well, you see how silly it all looks. <laughs> Uh, and it was uh, it was fun, and then that also, of course, was huge inspiration for uh, my Batman parody series of Night Night. Uh, of course, I taken in an entirely other direction, but still, <laughs> uh, uh, Adam West Batman did have a lot to do with that. And uh, it, it's sad everybody goes, and uh, he'll be missed. Uh, but uh, he left us uh, a great gift, and. Uh, it's just a fun series. Look, I enjoy the serious Dark Knight aspect of Batman and, and all that. I, but I don't see why you can't enjoy both. I, I can. Other people, no, that wasn't my Batman. I mean, George, I was on one of the, the, what was it, the History Channel thing on superheroes and George R. R. Martin, the uh, Game of Thrones author, said, that wasn't my Batman. He, like, he was furious. Like, some, like you know, <laughs> some great insult was, you know, uh, thrown at his religion or something. And, um, uh, but it's just it's just a show, and, and there's different aspects uh, of a character like Batman, and that was one of them. And uh, it was funny, and it was fun, and so, and you can have both. And I, I, but I, you know, I caution people trying to reproduce that because uh, they keep failing, and it's one of those things. It was a moment in time, and now it's gone, and unfortunately, so was Adam West. Uh, I believe he was 88. Uh, passed away due to uh, leukemia. Uh, didn't know he, he had that, but apparently he did. And, uh, well, he's gone now. So uh, rest in peace, Adam West, and thanks for all the, the fun that you brought to me and others like me. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So, hey, you know, you like this show, you want to help it out, why don't you head over to sellfy.com? That's S E L L F Y.com slash Nelson. N A I L S I N. Yes, it's just that simple. And there you'll find all these easily downloadable films that uh, receive uh, my poor man's Mystery Science Theater uh, 3000 treatment. That's right. Films of uh, with my uh, witty commentary, <laughs> bathroom humor, and uh, cartoon sound effects. Uh, full films are $1.75, and the short films are only $0.90. Cents. Oh, yeah. Pretty damn cheap. Uh, the current and newest one is um, Mr. Nelson Riff's War of the Robots. Yes, it's only $1.75. You can head over there. And uh, enjoy yourself with that crazy sci-fi romp, a spaghetti sci-fi romp. Uh, I did a previous one for the same group called uh, uh, Cosmos, War of the Planets. <laughs> uh, but this one is War of the Robots. A bunch of robots who, strangely enough, look like uh, uh, clones of, of the late Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones. How about that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's what they had to work with. Uh, uh, you can see the trailers. There's a link to it there at the selfie.com uh, slash Nelson site, and you can see trailers for the films. Uh, or you could go to my YouTube channel, 
uh, Douglas Nelson, where you can see the trailer for uh, War of the Robots. And here, uh, I'll play the audio of it. Hello, Dad. I'm I'm gonna need some money. <laughs> I've uh, suffered an injury, and I'm uh, gonna need some more uh, rectal reconstruction surgery. Uh, I promise this will be the last time, Dad. See, cartoons. Oh, damn it! This isn't the bathhouse. <laughs> more bathroom humor. Yes, yes. Meanwhile, in the city of the future. What do you think, Melons? Uh, I mean, Commander. She's got a big Stand by for our arrival. Hey, man. You know what's in outer space? I, I, I don't know what. <laughs> yes. Stupid, 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 stupid. Yeah, it's all pretty stupid. And uh, kind of the same joke I did in this week's uh, uh, American Super Society story. Huh. Well, anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, that's kind of what you'll hear <laughs> on these uh, films. And uh, dirt cheap. And you help out your pal, Mr. Nelson. So, selfie.com slash Nelson. Uh, go there, uh, drop a little chump change, and do enjoy. Uh, and I'll make more. Yeah. And also, uh, don't be a stranger to my Douglas Nelson YouTube channel. Uh, I have extra content there. Uh, I put my Nelson ratings and where I talk about uh, films and TV shows mostly and then other items that'll come along. And uh, so that'll be there. And uh, you can check those out too. So help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson. Thanks. All right. Uh, on last week's show, I said uh, the Reverend Bob Levy would appear on the Anthony Cumia show. He was supposed to, but apparently there was some mix-up. I'm not entirely certain <laughs> what happened there. Um, uh, a miscommunication, perhaps. But he didn't do it, so that's what happened there. Uh, I was going to have him uh, on this show, <laughs> but apparently uh, uh, his computer is no longer set up to do uh, a podcasting uh, for the moment. So hopefully he can get that fixed and uh, he'll be here on this show. Uh, next week, I'm supposed to have uh, Michael Blair from Scotland on the show and we'll talk about what's going on over there these days. And uh, before I go, I just wanted to wish well to Joe Conti, who I used to co-host the Bob Levy show with. And he's currently, of course, part of uh, Conti and Kenny, which occasionally even I show up on that show. And uh, But Joe uh, had a bit of a, a, a medical scare, uh, some uh, heart symptoms, and ended up re- apparently he did have some blockage, and they put a stent in, and uh, he seems to be doing good, and I expect uh, a full recovery. So, uh, But still, uh, you know, scary moment there. And uh, everybody should send their thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers to uh, for Joe, and uh, hope for all the best for Joe Conti, everyone's favorite lowland gorilla. Yes, yes. So uh, get well soon, Joe. Uh, we all want to keep you around so that we can make fun of you for being a lowland gorilla. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So took care of that. And uh, like I said, uh, Michael Blair should be on next week's show. 
and all those goodies. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. You know something, Batman? What's that, Robin? She looks very pretty when she's asleep. I thought you might eventually notice that. That single statement indicates to me the first oncoming thrust of manhood, old chum.